1: Welcome to episode 16 of your Missing the Point podcast, where we discuss the weird, the wonderful, and the downright bizarre aspects of life as we have conversations with people from all over the world. Today, I'm joined by a New South Welshman, Grub. You may have heard him on Subconscious Realms and Unlocking the Code before. Today, we're having a bit of a chat about the events of the New South Wales yesterday? election, which happens yesterday. Yeah, mate, you're right here. Can you hear me there, Grub? Sorry, that. that's okay. <laughs> Just saying to the listeners that we are thought to get you on as a man from New South Wales after the election, we have a bit of a chat about the state of the current affairs in Australian politics in general. What do you make of the election, bud?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a bit weird. Everyone seemed to be voting early, uh, so I voted yesterday, and um, there was there was no queues or anything. So that was easy, but. Just looking at the map just now, um, most of it uh, uh, seems to be liberal and independent.
1: Yeah, there's, but, uh, there's, there's a great I think deal. Labor won, but. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. It's looking at the map, looking at, the because it goes off population base, not necessarily the amount of districts or areas that get,
0: yeah, get yeah. in.
1: The majority of it actually looks like the Nationals took out a lot. So you've got yes. your traditional yeah. voting base in regional New South Wales, which ironically is the same thing everywhere else in the country. And what Americans would say, it's the big cities seem to to go left and everywhere else seems to be a traditional voting base, but based on population size, they win out.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I think Liberals need to do a bit more about um, like connecting with community a bit more if they actually want to reach out to the cities. It seems like the cities are terrified. People who live in the cities just watch the news and then you're so depressed.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Aussie listeners will know what we're talking about. For any Americans that are listening, our Liberals are actually our right-wing party. They're what you would consider your Republicans. But our Liberal Party in Australia, they only ever gain a majority when they're allied with the National Party, which would be a bit, little bit more like your... Um, a bit more of your traditional country voting class type of people. And our Labor Party in this country are the left-wing government that seem to be in power everywhere except Tasmania at the moment. But you're absolutely it, right. They, it, um,
0: it seems that originally that it wasn't it wasn't quite the case. They weren't actually voting along left-wing or right-wing politics before, if you know what I mean. It seems like, uh, the, the, like our liberal are like a classical liberal. So it's yes. like more of an Eng- Eng- English type of a business class kind of liberal that wants to make an enterprise. That's so right. it, became, it became kind of right wing now, but back in the day, you could be left or right wing venture. It didn't matter. But like liberals will be the ones that would actually try to give you the freedoms to be able to go wherever you wanted to go with that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's that um, <laughs> the Hegelian dialectic where things just came to switch and, and yes. swap between each other. But the issue yeah. being that Labour Party back in the day used to be the working man's party for the for the most yeah, part. Yeah,
0: and, and it, it didn't matter if you were left or right wing. No, exactly. I mean, they, they did have unions, but I I think it was the case. The reason why they brought in preference voting was because liberals would never win. I think that's the case.
1: Yeah, I think that, that might be I, right. I think
0: it was liberal or labour. It was one of them because the working class was population, but they labour always won. And then Liberals only managed to come in because they brought in preference voting where, where the Nationals, could, which is the farming class, which is business ownership. Exactly. So they started voting along with Liberal and I think that's where the preference started to actually come in. Otherwise, otherwise Liberals would never, never get in. I think, I think that was the case.
1: Yeah, and now we're kind of going back to that because people in the cities are so goddamn afraid. <laughs> like you said, we have yeah. a, a situation now where you'll, I don't think you'll ever see a lot of the areas that are in capital cities around our country ever go to a, a liberal traditional seat ever again, mm. ever, never. You're just actually seeing a lot more of the teal, which is like the, the mix of a green,
0: you know, yeah, one yeah, with a bit see. of a
1: Labour look. Um, I think
0: when, when, when Greens came in, they also started to bring in a, the left-wing, rowing dialectic because it, it, they, they were going for something that needed community effort. And needed you, the, the community, to sacrifice something to, to to keep the environment fine, and that became somehow the working class with labor. <laughs>
1: like I, yeah, yeah, strange. Uh, we've been talking about all this, and, and if people haven't gotten on, New South Wales election has been secured by a Labor majority government, as far as I know which means there's only one state left in Australia, which you would consider a right-wing government, but in itself, the Tasmanian Liberals aren't very right-wing when they shut down the majority of what conservative policies are. Mm. I think that's the issue for the Liberals in general in Australia is the Overton window is pivoted so far to the left that even our, our, what you would consider right-wing air quotes are extremely left because they're trying to pander to what city people want. And I think if, if you can go off politics being accurate and a fair representation and there being a political solution, you have to double down on what your your party's values actually are. The Trump movement in the states raked it in his first election purely based on he really honed down on what the traditional values of what Americans wanted and you're not seeing that out of the liberals in this country at all you could see Trump getting I think he got more votes in the in the in the second election <laughs> exactly.
0: So it's, it yeah.
1: <laughs> so it grew it's, uh, exponentially. Yeah, yeah. It's a, um, a, a strange situation in the world where it's almost like a, the British American revolution was fought over taxation without representation. And we're almost going to a situation now where we've got the majority of a state could be traditional um, older values. And the main cities are uh, so far socialist left that, are we actually getting representation for the majority of the state if they don't hold any of your values or things you hold hold dear? I would say that that's not a representation at all. That's a, a governance and a rulership that's completely void of representation.
0: Mm, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, you could break the power by breaking down the size of the states, the Balkanized, i
1: Yes, which um, I, 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 a lot of people talk about that happening with America and I think, honestly, it really needs to happen in Australia as well. For the size of our continent and the size of our states in comparison to what Europe is for countries and America is for their mm. states, we could mm. quite easily have more states in this country.
0: It does keep it does keep the states internationally stronger than most other countries so as well <laughs> in, in, in another way. So I mean, if we want to go on international stage, New South Wales needs to have the balls to be able to negotiate as well, have the power. That, that's right. It's, uh, so it's, a, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tricky. like. Yeah, But see, my, where, where I am, it's been liberal for over over 15 years, I think. So I'm in the Hawkesby macquarie district, which was always the farming zone for Sydney, even for the first settlers. So they were going along the Hawkesbury River and it was the most fertile land. And um, most of the governors and their families actually lived out this way. So they didn't live in the city. So they, they, that was also another inversion. A lot of the poor and the settlers lived in the city and uh, worked the on the docks was. and built. Yeah, exactly right. And then the the gold the gold diggers all went out west, but all the farmers were actually around the Hawkesbury River, feeding Sydney. So it was the bread bowl for Sydney. So it's funny enough, most of the governors and other um, elite families were given parcels of land out this way with other settlers, and they've always voted li- uh, liberal. Even to this day we we're actually still liberal i so say our, re- our our representative is um louise someone and she's uh she's liberal one again <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 a huge i think it's the biggest district within the sydney basin area um and it's and it is liberal but yeah it's uh the population wise though isn't it's not huge, not yeah. nowhere near compares to near anything else.
1: But that, that becomes the issue. You have people who are reliant on living in major cities. Of course, they're going to vote for the people that feed them and offer them everything that's under the sun. And you have the majority of the state geographically which votes a different way. Victoria had something very similar in our election with Dan Andrews. Over 60% of the population of Victoria didn't actively vote for Labor, but he still yeah, right. got in via preferences. Yeah, um, yeah. My district is and always has been a national seat and that's never going to change because it's just so traditionally regional and farming based communities. Yeah. Uh, It's a, it's a very strange situation to be in that I've, I haven't been alive in my lifetime to see our nation at a federal and state level completely labor. And we're all but one state away from that.
0: Mm, Yeah. It's um, fucking pretty scary. It's going to be hectic. (laughs) I mean, we we had Liberal throughout the entire coronavirus, so we had Barry Jigley and and then um, Perrottet. And um, Perrottet is from close to my area, actually. He's from the northwest, which is, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> very <Now>, expensive. <laughs> now, he did not have the best campaign model I've seen ever. He should have looked at the Victorian election and seen how our Liberals lost it the way that they ran it and he decided to do the exact goddamn policy run. He he actually agreed with all the statements of Wells, as far as I'm concerned. They had that quick fire mm. debate where they had to say yes or no to, um, would you mm. agree to nuclear power? And every single thing they they answered was the exact same answer. It was yeah, like yeah. A, an election between Jack Johnson and John uh, and John John Jackson and Jack yeah, Johnson. Jack Johnson. It's,
0: it's the same you're right, person. You're right. It, it was, uh, I think, Perate came out and actually started to demand um, businesses to stop doing mandates all over the radio interviews, probably about a month before the election. And then he actually came out and said, the jab doesn't work. It doesn't stop in transmission. It doesn't stop any of these things. Goddamn, unlock the fucking businesses. Like, get rid of the mandates because private businesses were given the go-ahead to do whatever the fuck they want. So there's still like I think there's police maybe hospitals and a few other places that are still mandating that you get you get booster shots.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He was, he was actually act, advocating if we've got such a shortage within our, our medical industry why are we d- making sure that this barrier is there for people to return if it's in place and it doesn't work. Yeah.
0: So he he's he's um <laughs> It's funny. Berjically managed to get the lockdown of the entire economy, right, and do all these other emergency issues, right. Now he hasn't got the power to send um, employment agencies to jail or fine them for yeah. mandating these. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, it's it's. They have the power. Now he goes, oh, I haven't actually got the power to, you know, they're a private businesses; they can do what they want. But no. we've, you know, this is the case. Yeah, it's the bullshit, evidence says it? it doesn't work. Yeah, and it, but it's like well, undo it. You you were so quick to fucking send people to jail and shoot them with 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 fucking paintball, paintball rounds, but you're not gonna go and get this this like who 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 would you be able to to go in and shoot with pepper balls if these companies keep mandating the jab? Like there's they're, like they're, that's, they're they're not gonna do that. They're gonna do it to the public when the public comes out and protests like they did down in Melbourne and yeah I think Sydney Brisbane everywhere did it about a million protesters out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're, we're seeing that issue that it's, now that we're talking about the beep boop, Victoria police really subtly put out a uh, a page spread on the last page of the, the Herald Sun recently saying that they're looking at dropping the mandates for the police force because there are they're, they're a shortage of 20,000 police and they're in dire straits of getting people. They're actively looking overseas for police officers to fill the void. Yeah, so, I, I actually, yeah.
0: So, Honestly, they're, so, then.
1: so they're d- they're thinking about dropping the mandate. And in this article, they said, we consulted with lawyers who have advised us that it's in breach of human rights, but at the same time, we will not be inviting back any police officers that were terminated because they refused to follow orders. So you're acknowledging it's a breach <laughs> of human rights, but you won't ask the people back who held fast and were standing up for human rights and dignity. <laughs> it's a complete yeah. complete... Use of human of, uh, mental gymnastics,
0: yeah, and I, yeah, I think. Um, if you look at Paris at the moment with all these protests, it, they're, they're not new. France has been like this since uh Trump was in, so this yeah. has been about six six years. France, yeah, the yellow mean. vests have been Burning. going on over there for ages, right. yeah, and um, <clears throat> now I think it's actually almost like they used uh Afghanistan. And a few of these other long drawn out wars, they use them as training grounds. Right? And and now, like, they're not worried about World War Three, they're more worried about civil unrest. So France is now, I think, is a training ground for troops to try these different techniques of how to uh, subdue civil unrest and then export that across the world. So if you look at the Melbourne um the police, all, all their equipment was actually similar to the, I think it was the French. It looked very, the, the Chinese <laughs> system.
1: They look like the same actual, uh, they look like they're all provided by the same. um the Same company, at least. Same yeah. gear outfit, yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. interesting that Melbourne in particular, Dan Andrews signed Victoria and Melbourne in particular up to the Safe Cities program, which got it mm. millions of dollars in counter-terrorism funding, which provided it with the ALRAD guns. The um, port police unit was developed out of that. Mm. Um, You've got all the military vehicles and gear. And you're absolutely right. I think it's at the stage where World War III is not going to be nation states fighting other nation states. It's going to be world leadership containing their people. And yeah, Paris would be a fantastic place for that to happen. It's happening Mm. all the time. You send a few um, squads in there each year and get them to bust heads and they go home and they take that practice with them.
0: Like you, you, Could you imagine with this balkanization or at least the uh, separating of um, the population with a proposed left or right-wing ideology? Say so in America, you've got the people fleeing California and New York, and they're all going to these different red states. That, that, that's actually going to divide the population along a particular narrative.
1: A, a geographical an, an line ideology. as well.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And then you could stage war between them to wipe one or the other out. Either way, you're going to reduce population and resistance against the actual federal government and the people that want to keep in like they're merchants. The people that want to keep open borders across the world are merchants, right? They're the same as, as bronze age Phoenicians as, as the uh, Indus Valley traders who, who traded using, they had these little squares, right? They're like wax seals, they were little clay seals with a symbol, but only the recipient would know what that symbol meant. But someone has to transfer it from A to B. There you have your merchants, your middleman. And these people lived on the roads. They, they didn't hail to any particular empire. They, they were borderless. Sea people. They see people destroy the Bronze Age. And they just call them sea people because they came from the sea. If they came from the sea, it means they didn't hail to any land. They're just merchants. I don't give a fuck Who wins? You know what I mean? But they'll gladly start a war and then trade with whoever's left.
1: And what does that merchant class kind of advanced and changed into over time through evolution? The banking class, financial systems, uh, large corporations like Raytheon. Shipping um, companies. Shipping companies, um, Vanguard, BlackRock, all of these these larger bodies that may not necessarily – be the biggest corporations in the world, but they have a controlling stake in every other corporation in the world. That's what we should really be wary about is there's definitely a a push to balkanize or to divide people even more. Like you said, if they're going to start to push people so hard that people start fleeing areas and going to what would be considered safe hubs, they're doing that in the event that in the future they can create like wars between principalities and things that you saw in medieval Europe
0: yeah on a on a on a different ideological level so it's no longer fighting for blood or for fighting for a for a particular person that you hail to it's it's a, it's an ideology so it's it's it doesn't even exist there's no actual person that you can take and hang or or you can't you can't um materialize that ideology into something that you can say burn <laughs> you know what i mean
1: except the followers <laughs> If, you had, the ex, ex,
0: ex, yeah, if yeah. you had
1: the likes of, a, say, a new California republic where they broke away from the rest of the United States because they felt that America was too right-wing and fascist, they'd be very quick to uh, go into neighbouring states or little vassal states that are, come out of it that are considered right-wing and they'd quickly take them over or attack them and kill them. Mm.
0: Well, I keep talking about uh, tribalism. So we've got tribalism across across we, we we've got the internet, so everyone's decentralizing into small groups like what we're doing we're starting a community with a with a, 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 a whether we know it or not, but we're all on the same wavelength which is it's it's not everybody else around us, so we're creating little tribes within within the internet which aren't necessarily based here but they're very international they're very large widespread networks <laughs> And so you end up with Reddit, which is huge. It's massive with the amount of users that are on there. And they're all kind of ideologically based in one direction in the small chat rooms. So already the people and the users are already tribalized on the internet. So they've figured out how to do it socially on the internet. Now are they trying to implement that in physical reality now? They're actually bringing that, that that method that they've figured out how to use algorithms to, Uh, segregate people on the internet and actually segregate themselves because they start talking about something else that could be private that they can only talk to with other people that they associate with in their tribe.
1: And they naturally want to, instead of doing it on the internet, they naturally want to be in a physical space where they're close to those people and feel securely safe. That's why we saw so many people in the States move to Miami during covid that's why we That's saw why so we many people furries. leave. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Do you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a there was an amazing story about furries, which kind of sent alarm bells for me. Like the the ramifications of what happened. You go back and and and, and you see. I think there's a guy called. Um, uh, he, he's a Romanian. Um, uh, YouTuber. Um, v VTV or something. And he was talking about the, the the episode with the furries. So this small group on the internet started to get together, do their thing. They had a great time. They started to meet in real life. Right. And then somehow they got infiltrated. And this one particular person started to talk about the, the person who, who kind of organized the chat room and then started meeting real life. Started to say, Oh, he's he's got these these real real." authoritarian kind of views on things. Listen to the way he says this and that. And that started to divide and make other people look at him separately. Like, this guy's a Nazi. Yeah, this guy's a Nazi. You know what I mean? And it just got it. just got into their heads that this dude was trying to create and be the ruler of their group, right? And then all of a sudden, this dude just clicked it. And he started making videos with this little red band around his arm with a white circle on it with a little black paw in the middle of it.
1: You
0: and then all of a sudden he got ousted from his group and then he started getting censored and then, and then all this other stuff. But it, it, it's, it, it seemed as if that they, they were actually psychologically infiltrated within their private group. And they didn't want to talk about this to anyone because they're all dressing up like animals. So they couldn't, they, they had to keep it private amongst themselves. And so it festered. And they knew it they this just someone was acting a a psychological trick on these people. And because they were so isolated and tribalistic, it just blew them apart, man. They just clicked it. And then from that they were able to, to start um implementing it within other smaller subgroups across the internet. So the uh the uh, the ancient history groups and then the um say the historians and then the writers and then the novel writers, and then you start seeing Everyone can get isolated, it's scared to say their voice because all of a sudden they get you're a Hitler.
1: Well, it only takes a few choice little isms or ist words these days to poison the well and, and forever on social media you're blacklisted and you're cancelled at this stage. Mm, yeah. But even now, even like what you're saying, we we've we've definitely seen that in regards to what you would consider grassroots traditional groups that have started. You look at the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys originally started off as a, a group of guys of any ethnicity or race coming together, just spending time together as traditional um, traditional masculinity and what that what they think that entails, West of Values. That very quickly became a domestic terrorist group, an instigator of January 6th, and on a domestic terror watch list. And you're, I think you're starting to see those types of people, those infiltrators like you're talking about. They are happening across every platform, every subgroup, every category you can think of on the internet and in the truth, of community in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I think it's the, the only, their only downfall is time. The more they do it, the more that they, they're going to be exposed because the more that we communicate doing what we're doing now, the more we find shit out. <laughs> and then we like, like we're actually like honing the truth. We're like polishing it. We're, we're getting, we're getting closer and closer, but it only takes time that a lie will be exposed.
1: And they're becoming very sloppy about it. Like they're, they're very knee jerk reactions to things when they happen to try and shut, shut this type of stuff down. Like what happened in Victoria recently with the women's voice uh, protests where women, uh, women (laughs) of all, all, all ethnicities, all ages, all backgrounds, majority of them were actually left-wing feminists, like left-wing third-wave feminists. Yes. Talking uh, about women's rights, which in the nineties, they were the, the, the group that the, everyone on the left side of the spectrum supported and got behind. But now with the, the LGBTQ play plus alphabet people, mm, mm. they are, they are not in vogue anymore and they have been targeted as the fascists. So mm. much to the point that the little stunt that happened with the so-called neo-Nazis that went out and, Walked around with their shaved legs and their little <laughs> wristbands and their fake their fake black sun tattoos on their arms, saying blood. Yeah, they and could honor. be
0: fake. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, I made a point of that too. <laughs> and the, the ironically, people that are wearing that at the moment are Ukrainians.
1: Exactly. Funny enough. <laughs> Where's the mental gymnastics there? You you, yes. don't su- you support people who are killing people, but a few people throw up a hand gesture and, it, and it's the end of the world. And ironically. Yeah, yeah. Now, nationally, we're looking at that certain hand gesture being banned. It wasn't bad enough that in Victoria, any Nazi symbols were banned, which they're not Nazi to begin with anyway. They're very ancient and go back across multiple cultures. Those are banned in Victoria. Now we're looking at arm gestures being banned. We're on a very slippery slope to the point where there's going to be a literal system where there's thought crimes. No, don't be going
0: out pointing at Superman.
1: As soon as you start pointing at Superman, bro, you're going to jail. (laughs) Don't put (laughs) your arm up. If you're drowning in a pool, don't put your arm up for help because they'll think you're saluting Hitler. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) Well, look at the UK, and and General Lee would know about this. In the UK, you get a knock on the door from the constabulary about Facebook posts. We are very Hmm. close to that in Australia right now.
0: No, it did happen. It did happen.
1: Yeah, well, they had did the, the, the the emergency powers to to wield. <laughs> yes, during COVID, it did absolutely. That was around emergency powers of people putting the public at risk for organising protests or agitating people. Yeah, so,
0: that's gnarly. Then,
1: that. how far that's away are we from now having you made an anti-government post or you spoke in a way that was detrimental to the the national cause? You need to spend yeah, two weeks yeah. in the gulag.
0: You're you're questioning our state morals like uh like they're they're like uh if they want to remove re, uh, religion which is it's it's everything is conservative based like, just then you're talking about how, how, how the feminists now are out of vogue but that's only because they hold an ideology of what feminism is which means you are now a conservative because you need to conserve that value <laughs>
1: exactly they don't so, realise
0: they're doing it themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not so much that. It, it's, even, even Aboriginals are the most family-orientated conservative group in Australia, across the world, been holding their values for 80,000 years, right? And yet the Greens need to come in and fix them. Left, left-wing are the only people who are going to be able to come in and fix them.
1: Because it's, it's, they're sick.
0: I- there's something broken about them. They, yes. you know, they think there's victims. They think that people are unhappy because this,
1: they are. You, 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 all right, you're tapping into something I really want to talk about. This is what I find is ultimately racist about the left. They think they have to white knight and come along and save poor little minorities because they can't do it themselves. Take the voice for example. In Australia, we're going to a referendum about whether Aboriginal people should be constitutionally recognised as having a voice in parliament. First of all, they're already Australian citizens. They do have a voice. The second part, why should white people and non-Indigenous people actively get a vote on whether they have a voice on it? If it was truly about their voice in Parliament and whether they should have a say, should that vote not go to Aboriginal people exclusively and nobody else? Because otherwise you're going to have a majority of people in their ivory towers think they're doing the right thing for Indigenous people, where the majority of Indigenous people may not want it.
0: Yeah, there's, there's, there's heaps to unpack with this. Yeah. There's like, uh, I'll, I'll start with, 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 uh, land rights. Originally land rights were created by the Rockefellers and mining companies to be able for them to be able to negotiate because natives in the Americas and Canada suddenly had ownership of their land, and you had to go in and negotiate just like they had to with Afghanistan and negotiate with each different tribe, each, each chief. And if one of them said no, you couldn't go on in and mine. So they started a a, a, um, a a government-recognized agency council that deals with native lands, run completely run by natives. And in doing so, companies only needed to go to one person, basically the company entity itself. On paper, only needed to g- negotiate with one other entity known as the Land Rights Council. And that model got then brought out to Australia and offered basically from, from mining companies and the Rockefellers gave this paperwork straight up to the, 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 the Aboriginal communities and the and, and, and the government in Australia. So they said like, uh, uh, because they were negotiating, the government was negotiating to mine the lands. And so the Rockefellers came out and said, no, 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 land rights, land rights, land rights, and then put the Aboriginals, that their system, So the Aboriginals went, okay, we'll go with this, not knowing that they've just lost all of their individual rights to have a a say at the council.
1: Exactly. And if it goes down the way of, okay, you've got a governing body, a bureaucracy that helps make decisions and advises government on policy around what happens with Indigenous Australians, there's over 500 nations in this country for Indigenous peoples. How is there going to be an equal representation at the table with that many voices when, like you said, mm. it'll go down to one little CEO of a governing body to make a decision, which, let's face it, is going to be corrupted and manipulated because it's one person? Or yeah, well,
0: at least one government entity. Yes. One, it's, it's like one, one ear that you need to channel through. It, ma- it makes it simpler, more, more, more stream uh, for bureaucracy the actual bu- bureaucratic system, the entity. This is, what, this is what I'm kind of referring to, like uh, the, the government itself. Like we, we, even the prime minister works for the government because the government itself needs to have that ear, the eyes and the mouth to be able to talk to the people. But now instead of us using the government as a system, as a tool, we all now work for it. <laughs> 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 but um, like see... Aboriginals already had systems in place to be able to negotiate across the entire 500 nations, even though there was long distances between them, time didn't matter for them, but they were all on the same level. Now for them, if they needed to go down and do a massive meeting about something, then it became spiritual because it, 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 if it involves the land, they're all on the same land. But government, this entity, you can't write spirituality or their understanding of this stuff into constitutional paperwork it doesn't you you can't negotiate with something that you think that doesn't exist (laughs) but for these people are very real (laughs) so there's
1: there's two very different ideas of how the realm that we live in operates or the world we live in operates and they are complete polar opposites bureaucracy is the nail in the coffin that is society in general when you centralize things into a, like you said, an entity that's not a real physical, tangible person, that's—it's weird. It's almost like we've created a a living creature without a body just by being part of the system. It's like some kind yes, of an inverted yes. religious practice. Yes, that's yes, that's that's yeah.
0: I've been I've been screaming this for for, for a while now. It's it's very. It's, it's kind of abstract, but it's, it's very simple. Once you start to see it, that it's like, uh, it's literally, I mean, they even call it corporate entities, government entities. They're literal entities that live, exist in this realm, but it only exists in our mind. Like it's, a, it's a, it, it, like they don't actually exist. If you know what I mean, but we all run around and, and respect it and, and, and honor it and give oaths to it, die for it, <laughs> sacrifice for it. And it's just a thought. <laughs> like the government, it, it literally, it's this entity that exists in our heads. And when the Prime Minister comes out and talks on behalf of the government, when Kevin Rudd comes and apologises or, or uh, I mean, the government hasn't actually said anything to the people in, 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 in regards to that. Like uh, when, when, when the Prime Ministers come out and speak today to the public, they're speaking as them from their party. They're not speaking on behalf of the government. When Kevin Rudd came out and apologised, he was actually speaking like possessed by the government, and then spoke those words on behalf of the government itself, on behalf of God,
1: so to speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so what, what, what on earth is, is as it is in, in the government? <laughs>
1: well, if these things are entities, hopefully there is some kind of exorcism practice we can use to get rid of them. I think the French, the French are pretty close, pretty close, with a little thing called the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll see that. The, the, the French and the, and the and the revolution and and the idea of left and right wing doesn't allow the government to to cease or to become conservative to hold to a certain amount of values because there's always progression, swinging left to right, which always keeps it in motion.
1: And so always, it's never
0: it's never attainable.
1: No, and I've always said it. It's the entity lives off the ebb and flow of going between one and the other. It's a bird with its flapping wings. If a bird has one wing, it can't fly. And a government or an entity can't operate unless it has two opposite points to control the masses to be a part of. And that's what we're seeing now, just to quickly go back to voice and the potential issues that come with that. This is, I think a really deliberate means of dividing and creating new hatreds in indigenous and non-indigenous Australians all over again, where I think for the most part, we were on a really good path for the first time in a really long time, people are actually getting out and talking to these traditional communities and talking to elders, and it's not something you're learning about in a textbook which has been misinterpreted and taken by someone else. We're on a good yeah. path. And to have this come out and there to be issues of potential um, land taxes and water rights and having to pay to go on to what's considered traditional land, those are going to stoke the fires of racism and create the other again? What do you think the, the, the big issues are around voice? I think um, it's going to be
0: stripping power away from both parties, both both contenders, you know, black, uh, the, the settlers and the, the blackfellas. But then at the same time, the power is going to be centralised. So it's exactly what I was saying with with the land rights. But on top of that, it's going to create a new narrative for people to talk about. So in in one way, it can be a good thing because it will be getting people to talk and then all of a sudden everyone's going to be talking about Aboriginals and all these other situations. And hopefully it's going to make people fucking look, like watch some of the stuff that Arvi's created, gone out to Central Australia and seen these. Both sides of the story from the normal ABC dribble <laughs> set up shit to, um, just going out to talking to people on the street and even the kids themselves, you know, so it's going to bring a light to it. But yeah, I mean, with that comes, um, it's, it's people are going to be able to exploit that and turn it into, uh, um, racism, but I'm going to vote no onto it simply because it's it's you, you, you're actually getting something that's on a spiritual level that we're all kind of waking up to now and going, hmm, there actually could be something important about that that we we don't understand yet, and that was going to be completely removed into any decisions that are made because it needs to be in black and white writing, and you and you can't write these things in black and white writing, no, like. Magne- magnetic ley lines and song lines. You can't, you can't just fucking start adding that into the government policy. Like, what, what the fuck does that mean to them? You know exactly. what I mean?
1: Can we tax so it? How do we
0: tax that? <laughs> exactly. So it, it's not something that – well, actually, I, I believe that if, if it is added into government, it means that you do need to turn to the aboriginals and, and fucking, like, see what, the, what, what they've got to say about it for the individuals that make the policy. But like if they don't understand it, like this, it's it's such an esoteric level that.
1: Yeah, I, agree, it's, I, I agree with you, but I'm going to come at a perspective that a lot of normies, I think, need to take into account. Looking at it at a very surface level, you can't have the rest of Australia vote on something that the people themselves should be deciding. Yes, if it's that uh, yeah, important. That's,
0: that's what I'm going to vote no to it. That that, if, that that whole that whole point. I'm um, yeah. uh, like, yeah, you if can't.
1: If it's that important, it's, it should be up to the Indigenous communities of Australia to vote on. Then you have the most concise, clear-cut yeah. answer to it, whether it's a yes or a no from them. If you mm. throw in The problem a,
0: is that could take five years for them to make a decision and people are like, no, we want business, bro. We, like, we want, we a, want the,
1: when the answer now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's, that's not how it works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know what, do you <laughs> what I think we're going to see? We're going to see, like you said, there's going to be the politicisation of Indigenous peoples... And the pointing of a finger of being racist. We're going to see a Joe Biden event where once someone from the left, I dare say, is going to come out and say, if you don't vote yes on The Voice, you're not black.
0: Yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly right, yeah. I mean, once, once it is imposed, the, 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 the whole um, ideology and the way that they're going to be based is going to go straight to um, WEF type of thing. And they're going oh, to be sure. an open communication through these other international organizations straight to the Aboriginal community through that agency Do, on and a federal level.
1: Have you noticed that there's a, been a big change? And for the American listeners, the Indigenous Australians never had a treaty signed with the British or with the Australian uh, government. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, in, yeah. in New Zealand, the Maori Wars got to a point where they had to sign a treaty between the British and the Maoris. In America, as you know, Native Americans signed treaties. Didn't happen in Australia. So for the longest time, particularly in the past 20 years, there's been a big push for a treaty. Every NADOC week for the longest time has been pushing treaty now. We need a treaty. As soon as Labor got into power, they quickly obfuscated the idea of a treaty and went into like this entity idea of having a governing body for voice. That's so it can take away the actual voice of Aboriginal people. If you had a treaty that was signed, mm-hmm. they're agreed upon terms and conditions of what, everything should be in this country and they've completely gone away from that because that's not what the left wants. The left does not want yes. any kind of um, recognition or any kind of closure to what's happened. They don't want to move on. They want to keep maintaining groups within Australia as victim class and perpetrator.
0: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent with that. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the, For instance, you
0: had Saudi Arabia and you got Afghanistan. Both of them were tribal based royalty, um, uh, nobility class nations. Maybe, maybe over a hundred tribes in each. Now, none of them necessarily got along. Right. So when the Americans wanted to come in and trade for their, for their natural resources, they had to go out and negotiate with each individual tribe. Right, And and they, they got sick of it because they kept getting attacked by the other tribes every time they tried to make some infrastructure. <clears throat> and so they went in and said, "Who? okay, are you the king of Saudi Arabia? Like, yeah, we are the actual royal family. And they go, okay, the rest of your people will support that. Yeah, right. Okay, we're going to give you F-18s. <laughs> 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 and we're going to make you the most richest nation on the planet right? You can have anything you want. Just, we need our military here or your your people here, your sovereign people here, protecting our oil interests. And everyone else in the country agreed with, oh, that's great. That's fucking awesome. You, you're telling me cash, just coal hard cash? I'm a goat farmer. That's mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Saudi Arabia
0: became where they are. So they've tried to go into Afghanistan and do the same thing and negotiate with the tribes. So you had like Two star generals sitting in on the ground in the dirt on a, on a Persian rug with a little tent over them, negotiating, eating goat eyeballs with these other elders, trying to negotiate these, these terms of conditions to let us set up this infrastructure. And you guys get your five tribes to tell the other tribes to fuck off. And they couldn't do it. They get all, all the tribes. They, they would not negotiate to each other or they wouldn't combine as one tribe for the, for then corporations to be able to negotiate with to come and do whatever they want. The voice in Australia, I think is, is going to be like in New Zealand and, uh, the Americas, you've got, um, reservations. You've got, uh, um, they've got their own, um, political groups. Like they've got their own ma- uh, mayor, I think. Yeah, got they've got their, got their own,
1: own police force, they've got everything within their own reservations. Essentially it's like yeah. a nation within a nation that's not actually recognized on an international level.
0: Yeah. Uh I think we have got some places out there like this. I mean the are trying to, it seems like Alice Springs is turning a bit like that. It's a little vicious to go out there. <laughs> but like, like like you said, when, when when White Man came here, there was never they were never recognized because we at first didn't recognise them, but as as they were like pre-Indian Americans, uh, Native Americans, and pre-Maoris, they were even before that, and they people recognised that. So then there was wars, there was battles. I wouldn't actually call them wars. It wasn't like any war. It was- <laughs> <laughs> they had small skirmishes and battles, but the Aboriginals they 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 just left, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <clears throat> They ended up making new song lines, new ideas and new understandings, settling here with, with white people. They knew it was gonna to have to happen. And eventually yeah. they just started working with each other in some cases. Like with the, even even the police, a lot of Aboriginals joined the police for for, for an adventure, you know, travel yeah. around Australia. In yeah, it became
1: rangers in, in a lot of areas.
0: Yeah. But um the the, the thing is, but is once you go into a land and you start digging it. You're actually destroying the song lines themselves, the magnetic lines that they had set up. So at the moment, they're all destroyed. There is nothing worth saving for them anymore. There's a few song lines, all these magnetic lines or ley lines that that are still active, and they can bring storms down them and, and, and all the same, you know, all this all this mystical stuff, right? But for them, it's very real. And you like most of them are destroyed, and they need to be rewritten. So they're actually coming out saying there needs to be a a Wittijin, a A Wittijin is a black fella, white fella dreaming. So we've now got this opportunity to rewrite these magnetic songlines with the Aboriginal fellas and, and, and the, 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 the elders, but they need to be able to teach us how to do it. And then for us to go with them and rewrite the songlines and then the voice in their eyes will have been created. They won't need to legislate anything within the government because the government doesn't exist in these other realms.
1: No, it exists in our head. It would be a shared voice at that point because like you said, the black fellas recognise, you know, white fellas around, they're here to stay now. They're born here too. Yeah. We yeah. need to we need to create those stories and develop a dreaming with them yes. now. Yes.
0: hundred percent. That and, and, and for them it's like like they don't want to give it up because it's they don't find any of us actually worthy and and, and spiritually hygienic enough to be able to to withstand it and not go insane.
1: <laughs> Basically, there's an, you know, there's become, an anal- become an
0: Alistair Crowley or something,
1: you know? <laughs> there's an analogy I have to that, that um, you've got 50 people in a pool and the first 20 people, their hair's clean. They've had a shower the night before. They're nice and clean. They jump in the pool. is not an issue. The next few people that you invite in, they've just dyed their hair. They jump in and the ink starts to bleed into the water. <laughs> I think that's mm. what they're worried about. <laughs> There's, that's the, yeah, the, the level that's of right. a lot of white <laughs> fellas are carrying a lot of baggage and things they don't understand. And yeah, you're like, it's going to, it's going to poison the well.
0: Yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll poison them themselves. I mean, if you get, if you manage to get this, this government entity to, to ascend to this realm or have access to it, right? With <laughs> like you, you, you'll find, especially in Melbourne and Sydney, there's a lot of, War memorials and and parks that have little monuments, and they all they all align up to to um, geometrical shapes and lines, and they actually line up with moon rises, sunsets, uh, sunrises, solstices, equinoxes, all these different alignments, right? So someone who's coming out here to su- survey Australia has marked out our own. Lay lines, these these song lines across the land, right? So it's um, say for instance uh, alignments from where Captain Cook li- landed, and then where the sunset was at that particular time. You might find um, one thousand seven hundred and eighty eight feet the other way. You'll find another park, and that park has another monument representing the year that he was here, and the sun position when he landed. So these things are set out. We don't even know this shit. I think it, 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 I believe it may be surveyors and, uh, Freemasons who, who set these, these lines up. Um, but a lot of my Anzac monuments. And, um, so when you go there, you, you, you're, you're honoring the dead or you're honoring the sacrifice, right? So we, we're, we're putting a particular energy to, into these, you know, song lines that we've created.
1: I'm going to tap into this a little bit and see what you think about this. I'm going to make some connections and I'm going to wildly speculate because I think at times you need to speculate a little bit and get your thoughts out there. With the voice that's happening, with the nation going completely labour, they're going to put a lot of things in the lens of it's happening for a good reason and it's good for the environment. I think in the future, you're going to see government taking away land from a lot of Australians and saying it's it's because it's for the traditional owners, yeah. while at the same time <laughs> locking out those Indigenous people so that they can tap into what's left of those ley lines and those, and those stories and use it for their own purposes. Like you said, all across Melbourne, Melbourne is a Masonic centre where everything is mapped out with precision and is harvesting energy, in theory. I'll, I'll put it in theory. It's it's, uh, done yeah, it's, in per- yeah. it's purposefully done architecturally wise. If you think they're doing that at a national scale where they're going to force people off land into cities, what are you doing? You're putting people into cities where there's bad energy, uh, where they're easily controlled, they're all in one place, at the same time as removing people from any spaces where it could be traditional lands and traditional ley lines still existing.
0: Yeah, except those ley lines, Aboriginals be going there, right? and the spokesperson that'll be there will be saying let's remember uh not n- there, there, there's 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 two different ways that when 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 the aboriginals talk about they respect their ancestors or the elders past right there's there's two that's two different things when you're going the ancestors our ancestors is the creator himself right, right? so everything down from the creator to us is our ancestors Right. If you honor the elders past, you're talking about someone who has died. You're not talking about the creators, the real ancestors, the spiritual ancestors. You're talking about the dead, which is the same as the Anzacs. When we go to these things, we don't worship. Our, our true creator, which is, you know, our father, so to speak, which is the same as all creatures across the universe, and all all religions and, and creeds understand that there is a universal creator. And that is, we're related to that. We're, we're, you understand what I mean? Yeah, okay. So cool. if, if, if they go to these magnetic lines right, and they start um, worshipping the dead rather than the spirit realm, you're that you you like zombifying the 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 ley line the song lines well, they become zombified and talk about the dead rather than exactly the life of, exactly uh, yeah I,
1: this is what's happening i'm a teacher in government school in victoria and it's not just happening in schools it's happening in every government department there's a saying in victoria that you can't open up a door without acknowledgement to country and who are they acknowledging in these acknowledgements to countries the elders the people who have died the people who have passed people of the future The acknowledgement to country is almost becoming like a a pseudo chant or a pseudo, uh, like a seance or a magic use to harness energy. And if it's like you said, they're not actually acknowledging the creator, they're they're acknowledging those who have passed. In principle, yeah, it's fantastic. You're acknowledging the previous people here. That was great. But if it's zombifying the ley lines like you're talking about, then it's being used for nefarious purposes, which aren't in the best interest of the indigenous people
0: yeah it's also bringing it back into the material realm back 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 here to earth rather than the other realm the the the, the other you know the um where the uh, wairunis the is, spirits and all these other creator spirits and the totem spirits where they exist the turinga the uh the um uh for instance if 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 you get the uh Kodachi man now the Kadachi man could just uh, it's just an ordinary man there was no there was no shaman who had any other uh, rights than anyone else. But once you assemble their equipment, the, the the feathered shoes, you get the right paint, the right ceremonies. That person then brings the uh, Kadaichi spirit into him, becomes possessed by him, so brings him into this realm. That's the ceremony where, where where you link the two. You link this other realm, the spiritual realm, the ancestor's realm, to the living realm, so, uh, where was it going on with this? If <laughs> if you worship the man himself who's doing the ceremony, or if you think that he's the kadachi, then you've got it wrong. And, you're you're and, and deifying you're someone that shouldn't be. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And so even and even even after you disassemble the the equipment, you've got to hide them away because it's it's the materials themselves that have the power it's 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 very interesting it's 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 a it's a concept that that not even scientists will consider to be able to even legislate or to add into any of these things and yet they are most they, they're 100 percent they're doing it like you said like uh the entire city is designed around a particular shape to to create people to move in a certain way and yeah i, th- I think um we need to talk about this 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 Whittinger thing, and I, I I don't know how to how to bring this to the <laughs> who the fuck do you talk to about this? I mean, <laughs> I know I know I know the Aboriginals know it, but they know that they're not allowed to necessarily talk
1: about it. There's there's that, and, it's, uh, and like all parts of Australia and all different groups, there's people and there's definitely tribes and there's members of tribes that have been. Fed misinformation, or being co-opted without realizing it, or they've become useful members of an agenda, and they may not necessarily agree with what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, but yeah. there
1: are there are a lot that actually do, and we're seeing that indigenous communities now, where there's a lot of misconceptions and a lot of even cross-cultural contamination um, between traditional practices and what you would consider Western. Spiritualism, which I'm calling like the new age spiritualism, which isn't attached to anything at all, it's just made up crap that has no real links to it. It's a co opted movement. But we're seeing that in indigenous communities, not only have they lost so much of their practices and lost those ley lines, lost physical, real language, and lost land, they've lost the consciousness of what it is to be aboriginal as well. That they haven't, that it's
0: not lost yet. Not like yeah, otherwise you and I wouldn't be here talking about it. <laughs> I mean, because it's it's not just Aboriginals. The like the Irish used to have it too. The whole idea of St Patrick's Day is that way of living was removed and it was considered to be the serpents. There's never been any serpents in, in Ireland. There's no snakes in Ireland. So when St Patrick did his job he he converted everybody, but there was a bit of a massacre that probably took place as well. Yeah, he but, wiped
1: out the druid class, whose symbol was a serpent. That's where the story comes yeah. from. Yeah. So you've got you
0: you had a uh, uh, they had um uh their, their their way of life not not just the the druids but their standard way of life was very similar to the to the aboriginals having the song lines, having um geomancy. Or the, the shapes of the of, of the land determining what practices should t- take place. There's a lot of these these similarities and um, be- between the two. Uh, so we've all we 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 all kind of feel it. You know what I mean? I mean, like you said, with the co co-op, opted. I think I think the church has co opted a lot of these um, understandings, and they just call it faith or whatever. But
1: well, I like, come from I come from it from a a Christian perspective, I think the church co-opted Christianity and that kind of becomes the issue. Um, The way I read the Bible is that there was never meant to be a physical house to worship God, God's within you at all times. And it's how you practice your faith that's the most important thing Mm, and how you operate as a person. That's exactly
0: what Aboriginals say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They say, like, you don't build a church. Like th- this is you are the church. <laughs> yeah, it
0: is everything around us. It's it's the two combined that makes the make it work. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> e- even that understanding is just swept under the rug. But for me, I'm, I'm starting to think that if we, if, if that, at the moment at schools, you will have the the indigenous kids get taken away for their initiations. Now I'm starting to think that we're just as Aboriginal. Not in the way that, that, that I mean, we are originally born here, but we're not from here. And like like you said, a lot of the Aboriginals understand it's up to the earth. If our ancestors are now buried in the earth and one with the soil, then our DNA and blood is here too. And, and so then, we are, we, then you go we are broad,
1: in the Songlines. Then you go into now. broader concepts of what is defined as here. Like Australia isn't just the only place in the realm and it is, Anything on in this realm or whatever you call this earth? Are we not all from the one ancestor? Then are we not all a part of that bigger story? That maybe that's yeah, that's exactly right, and that's what they understand. But it, we we don't we
0: don't accept that. We we see them as different, like you said, like like you can't legislate this stuff, but you can legislate the fact that they've have a particular DNA de- bloodline that you can test, and their skin color.
1: And I think the so government's it's... done a great job of co-opting they are the us at the same time. Yes. They've, cre- yeah. they've created that division um, in the inverse as well.
0: So for, for, for me, I think that we should start initiating all the kids at school, at the different age groups, and get them all to understand. Because then if, if they also learn just simple bush tucker things as well, you're going to get these, these all the kids in Australia, the entire population, for one, they're never going to get lost in the bush and die. <laughs> There'll be <laughs> foods around there for them to eat. They're about to understand. On top of that, the Aboriginals will then accept all the children to be Aboriginal because it doesn't matter. You could be Chinese. once you're initiated, that's it. You're you're you're, you're Aboriginal.
1: Well, that's there's really, no two ways about it. It's really ironic because that's the way that it works in New Zealand with Maori tribes. I've got a mate who's Scotch Irish in ancestry, the whitest bloke you'll ever meet. And he's initiated into a tribe and he actually gets government payments each month and it goes straight back to the tribe.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, but it, it, imagine how are you going to be able to do that? If Australia is all one tribe then. Exactly. <laughs> do you understand what I mean? It ends up going like a... <laughs> I, I think, you know, that, I think you're what not paying anyone. <laughs> I think that
1: we've, we've only scratched the surface of what this broader conversation is. And we might've lost a few listeners, but you know, stuff it's, it's important stuff. It's, whatever's happening is being politicized and used to feed the entity that is air quotes, government, whatever, whatever that is, it's being used for a and Division is being drawn in multiple oh, places. co-opted. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere yeah. it's happening. Let's try and go back to a bit more of what the mainstream would discuss around this. After this election, after the way it looks like Australia is going, there is an election next year in Queensland. I think Queensland will remain a Labor seat anyway. Let's rule Tasmania out. They're not included in this because they're (laughs) a little (laughs) tiny island comparison to our great mainland. But what, if you were to speculate or have an informed guess at what's happening, say maybe the next 10 years, what do you think is going to happen within Australia?
0: I think the... uh people and the miners and the uh, industries of the world the farmers they're gonna they're gonna retreat back to here I think I think that a lot of their money a lot of their wealth are going to come back here and I don't think labor' is going to be able to uh, um, then they're, they're not going to be able to swing much I think that there's going to be a lot of talk about them wanting to do it and and the, the world health kind of bullshit all this. Um, ESG and everything else. I mean, the ESG stuff might come in, but um, I don't think they're going to change too much because, I mean, we don't really matter. The wealth is in where the industries are at. So the miners, the, the, the farmers, we export all of our food to Indonesia, China, Japan, so Asia, we're the world's food bowl. So really, they don't want to fuck around too much because there's just half the world to die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to run out of resources, a lot of them. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I think we're going to run around and vote Liberal Labor, but as we can see, they seem like they're going in the same direction. But wanting to subdue the people, that's simply to appease the people. It doesn't seem to be working because they think, like you said, the people are voting from the cities and it's shit to live in a city these days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Urban death maze, I call them. Yeah.
0: So if, if, if but I don't know, I, I really don't think much will change here, particularly in Australia. I think, I think costs of things are going to go through the roof. Like that, that, that for us individually
1: is going to fuck us up. Okay. Yeah. That's a real tangible thing. My guess now is that labor has a stronger hold and they've lost one of the last Eastern seats, uh, Eastern States t- to be a voice at, at parliament. We're going to see our GST go from 10% up to 17%. Yeah.
0: That's my gut We're, feeling. Probably. We'll see that happen. Well maybe not the GST. That was, what? that was a liberal thing. So for them to touch that is going to be a bit weird, but maybe, maybe, um, Electricity, I mean, that like they're gonna have to do some with fucking. Are they gonna charge more for it?
1: Well, oh, wow. we've had two major sporting events where the power's gone off live at a game at night. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> that's never happened before in my lifetime. You might have had a glow blow, but to have all the lights go out at once because the power out has gone out that's pretty yeah, substantial
0: they've been closing down this. I remember, I remember a few years ago, they were talking about how the power stations are too old. They need to be replaced or repaired and no one did anything about it. Now they're shutting them down. And I'm like, well, you haven't, you haven't built any new new power stations, man.
1: No, no. <laughs> you, and because You've done gra-
0: nothing about it. And it's like, what, what do you, that, that, don't we need those power stations?
1: So we've got we've got an ageing infrastructure, which they label as being um, not good for the environment. and It's not green. So let's just phase them out and replace them with renewables. Yeah, that great sounds great in theory, but the renewables don't have the base load to keep the system going. So much that you'll find anyone that's connected to the power industry on boards of like diesel um, generator companies, they are booming at the moment because every time there's an outage, which we don't hear about, they get sent out with their generators and diesel and put the system back on load power. <laughs> They're booming. Yeah, like fun. the green agenda's not working because the diesel burning that's going on at the moment is surpassing what coal would.
0: Yeah, we've got two out here. We've got one just past uh, near Lithgow, and the, the coal pretty much comes from there, straight from the, the, the sandstone layers. And then we've got the Lucas Heights. There's a there's a power station, the the nuclear one, out, out a bit further west. Um, They're the two that are closest to to me, but I don't know where there's any other like power station, actual power stations. Maybe there's one up near near Newcastle Way. There's, there's a, I'm not sure, man. Because I mean, that that one that's just past us near Lithgow, their their railway system got burnt out from the fires, and they never replaced it. And so now 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 they're they're going to shut it down, the power station. <laughs> And um, I, I don't know whether there's any other power stations. We've got one nuclear one, the Lucas Heights one.
1: I had no idea there was even any nuclear in Australia. There you go.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's there's one out there, and then we've got the coal. But I'm sure they they're closing that down. There was another one they blew up. They they dropped the the turrets. It was all over the news. They 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 blew them up. But there are renewable energies. They haven't. There's no there's no fucking huge areas out here that have solar panels anywhere or wind power in New South Wales. They haven't, they haven't done it.
1: No, and my argument's always been if renewables were the way to go, every single school, every single hospital, every single government building in the country would be lined with solar panels already, and that in itself would create enough of a base load to begin with. But they're not doing that. And if they're no, not doing that, that tells you that that doesn't work. Yeah, all right so, so um, we've got power, but they that's haven't gonna... replaced
0: it. So they, they said they wanted to do the renewables, and then shut down the other old power stations. But they're shutting down the old power stations
1: without they replacing done the
0: renewable yet.
1: No, <laughs> and they've I, done nothing. And I don't I'm, think they actually can... plan on doing so. So we've got the issue of there's very real. And we're seeing it now. Energy prices are going to skyrocket through the roof. Um, inflation's going to keep going. I don't. I'm. I wouldn't at all be surprised if we go into a a recessionary period in the next five, six years. Mm. But I think you're right. Not a great deal is going to change. It's not noticeably going to be changing at the moment. I think it's a slow burn. I don't think it's going to be hyperbolic like you hear about in the States where they're going to take you to the FEMA camps and they're going Mm. to put a chip in your arm and all that stuff. It's going to be a slow burn and it's going to be the likes of Yeah, all the farms and stuff will still be here because the world's reliant on Australia as a food bowl, but it will slowly be individual farmers and landowners being pushed out or bought out. Um, You refuse to vaccinate your cattle. You're a biosecurity risk. Um, We're going to fine you to the point where you can't operate. Then they get bought out, uh, Yeah, we're just going to pay you for your land because you know the the cow parts are too um, too dangerous to the atmosphere, so the taxing of that's going to cost you too much, so take the buyer they take the buyer it's going to be centralized control, everything will still exist, but it'll be centrally controlled by the entity that is government
0: yeah they yeah Australia does that don't they? they they do it in such a such a fucking subtle conniving way you know they they'll, they'll... Like you said, they go, oh, we're, we're not buying up land. We're not, no, we're not doing that. But then look at these farmers. Look how horrible they are. Look at they. we're going to take them. We're going to destroy them. So, and then eventually the land ends up with them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like you said, like, and, and they're like, no, 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 we didn't. We never did that. Like the government comes out and says, we, we never mandated anything. We didn't, we didn't do any mandates. Well, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. We didn't know. And it be no, the we, whole... we didn't. No, that's it'll... against the law. We can't do that. It was a private company that did that, or oh, it was your yeah. social it was, it was it was your social contract as an employee of the of the government or the department, to we just gave to them permission that. to do it. Yeah.
0: now they're not liable.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're going to see that that slow burn's going to happen, and people will unwittingly be forced to move into cities, into these twenty minute neighbourhoods that Victoria is pushing now. These fifteen minute cities, people are going to be forced to go there because there will be no work in regional areas. As soon as you lose, like the likes of a power industry, you lose a lot of other manufacturing which gets shut down because of ESG and and greenhouse gas related things. People are going to be forced out of regional areas because there's not the work to sustain themselves. And Where do they go to? The cities for work, mm, and that's I mean, where you... it's,
0: a, it's the same everywhere, all over the world.
1: And that's that it is. It's happening everywhere, and that's all by design.
0: The amazing thing that the last country that's that's that that's um in this in the same category is India. Now India India is, is so decentralized, it's crazy, right? It's it's crazy how like um they they don't really go to war. You don't really see them going to war with anyone. But it's because everyone else in the country doesn't particularly care about this, other section of the country so there, there's no ma- massive wars that break out it's crazy there and it's people think it's overpopulated but they all live together and there's so much gold there everybody's rich everybody, like if you get married in india just like the, these these different families they just they'll give each other a kilo of gold solid gold you know what i mean like it's ma- massive and then they share that among their 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 town and then if the richest dude in the town comes home to visit he'll go out and buy everybody in the town a car We'll buy them all like a whole like a water system or something, something like something that the, that the whole town needs. You know what I mean? So they're all this in, like independent, small decentralized areas that just the more powerful people will fix. And, yeah, try to and, help
1: out, you know? and people are prospering. Like there's, they're very quick to push the ghettos and the slums of India and the, the videos that you see of like, like you said, the overpopulated areas with the lower, and they always show the low casks mm. in those videos and try to, Defame India by that. But it's a nation that, like you said, because it's so decentralized, people are prospering. There's nothing holding them back. And if Mm. you've got the drive and the ambition to do things, people go out and they do it. That's why India has the highest number of millionaires per capita than any other country in the world. Yeah.
0: They got like a $400 million house.
1: Exactly. Stories
0: high, like like with helicopter pad, right? It's like the most expensive real estate is in is like Gujarat in India. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck are you? What? And then, and then, and then this, this, this other guy says that some of the richest people in the world, are Jane, Jane Buddhists from India. Like, and you, what? Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't spend any money. They get donations. So <laughs> they stick to their word. They don't spend it. So there's oh, always fucking money. I <laughs> do. But, but like you can trade each other gold there. It's like, ah, oh, ah oh, um, my friend's coming over. Just give us all this gold so I can go and do this and this and this. And then go after my friend while he's here. And then months later, you give him back a house. Yeah. Here you go. Have this house. Have this, have this, have this farm. You know, you can, you can have this farm for helping me out. You've got this extra crop. You need to make extra money. You can use all my land for this. You do that here, man. Fuck uh, Like you go to jail for tax evasion. Exactly. Like, and somehow the, you got to owe someone something somewhere. The government puts
1: <laughs> its hand out and said, where's my piece? Heck, I mean, I didn't yeah. get a piece of that. All yeah. right, Grub. if you were to put in a few words as best as you can, and I know through this conversation we've really narrowed down, it's not exclusively Australia, it's everywhere at the moment, but what in the hell is the point in politics?
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, the government entity, this thought in our mind of what it is, it, it hasn't got any ears, eyes or a mouth or a hand to write with, so... That's why government exists. It, it, it exists to continue this, its continuance. What do you call it? It, it needs exist- to continue itself.
1: It needs its own existence to keep going.
0: Yeah. So it needs to employ all these people. <laughs> it's just like this big circle jerk. That <laughs> but, um, I mean, at the end of the day, if we want to run with states and we want to call the flag our our, our symbol, the symbol, is um represents us, but that symbol acts through the government itself. So if you want to get twenty million people to kind of cooperate, at the moment this is the way they're doing it.
1: Yeah. Until we, until
0: we, until we can start. I don't know. I know it's complicated. You can't necessarily fucking trust songlines. <laughs> <It's, it's, laughs> we we haven't, we haven't got that trust yet. We don't. We do fucking know how this shit works. Like it's a complicated thing. But
1: no, the I more think. We- um, the more we find out about the world the more questions we have and the more answers we want especially in our our groups that we we tend to travel in um we went over some absolutely amazing topics in this conversation which was intended to be just around the election but it seems to go into everything oh, that's it's Sorry. all interconnected <laughs> it's okay it's fine it's all interconnected I it,
0: yeah i think like that yeah very very it's it's all very interconnected it, it like in in ways that we can't it's 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 so complicated it's it's such a giant web and uh i think it's it's starting it used to be like like i said it used to be a hammer it used to be a tool government is supposed to be a tool for us to be able to enact say like not necessarily safety but to protect our freedoms as a whole and now that's actually being used against us we're turning around and grabbing the hammer and hitting ourselves in the head with it the hammer controls us now <laughs> so it's it's i think we need to yeah turn the government back into a tool for the people to use rather yeah. than a-
1: i think it's become a spider web of control at the moment and i think initially mm. it was supposed to be the hammer and now it's almost like that net that gladiators would throw on top of each other to hold people down and we the gladiator that's pinned underneath all right yeah, Grubb, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to keep having conversations mate because i could talk to you for hours we need to have you back on at some point um where Get can nice. people find you where can they find uh, and listen to Just you? Just on Twitter. Work. Twitter. Cool. Uh,
0: Grub12321. Two, two, it's a lot of random shit. It's, uh, it, it, if you go through all of it, eventually it'll make sense. But don't start at the top. You'll have to start at the bottom. <laughs> it's a long way. But <laughs> yeah, money about um, energy, power, the way uh, natural, natural law, trying to, um, the way, yeah, I don't know. You'll have to go and have a look. You get water, water, water uh, electricity out of falling water. The uh, Kelvin generator, um, I don't know, Anti, anti-grav stuff, all this kind of stuff is the occultic, um, Kabbalah stuff, Tibetan stuff, you know it, history, ancient Egypt. But I don't know. Watch out. that <laughs> free energy, there. Grub.
1: You'll be the next guy that has the car that runs on water and you disappear overnight. <laughs> like I yeah, said, you will, you may sucks. have heard of Grub on subconscious realms with General Lee, and he's a constant member of Unlocking the Code. It's been a fantastic conversation, Grub, and we'll have to have you back on again.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. For sure.
1: All right. Catch you next time.
0: Talk to you again, brother.
1: Hey, everybody. It's closing time. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here.